All right. Welcome back to the Flipside Podcast, where we talk everything upside down and inside out. And today we have a very special guest. Uh, we have been wanting to do this for a while, and I'm so excited <laughs> that she can finally come on. Uh, this is Tesha, uh, Tara with Tesha. Um, you can find her platform on TikTok, where she does all of her fun things on Teshish. So many different ways you can find this lovely uh, burst of energy wherever <laughs> you go on any platform. So I'm so excited that you're here. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. It's about damn time. <laughs> it's, it's about time. I'm so excited. Um, so what's funny is that I found your TikToks and you were like the first person in this tarot sphere where it wasn't like everything in your life is going to fail or like, you know what I mean? Like you had a really positive spin and it was funny because it was like, you still worked with the tarot deck as though, you know, like you were really doing yeah. it, but it's, it's to really like get you out of that kind of yeah. seriousness associated with whatever, you know, fortune telling kind of thing people can get into where they're like, my life is prophesized now. <laughs> Um, and you kind of put like a really fun and joyful spin yeah. on that. So I really you. enjoy your content. Yeah, I appreciate that. I mean, I think that like I personally resonate with like lighthearted messages and like humor, like humor is just like it speaks to me. Sometimes I need like to laugh about my trauma. <laughs> so try, like putting that out there. <laughs> you are like not alone. Else. You are not alone. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean. Too like a lot of people are afraid of tarot and like they're afraid that it's gonna like yell at them and like that's kind of the point like bringing truth and awareness to whatever your shit is but there's no such thing as a bad reading so I try to be like you know here's the positive side of it you know get your shit together but <laughs> yeah but you know I will yeah. say I've actually talked about you to friends who do tarot and I've been like she's the only one that's allowed to yell at me she doesn't even know this but <laughs> like... yeah I've been told I'm like aggressively positive and I'm like I like that yeah. I like that a lot though yeah. like sometimes we just need that because again I I resonate with the whole you need to laugh about the yeah. darker side of life or whatever it may be and you know, yeah. if if you can like yell at me in a positive way, like that's that's reinforcing like some yeah. constructive criticism for me. <laughs> and there's so many like tarot readers. Like I I love like all those kinds of different tarot readers, but I feel like there's a lot of them that like are just kind of the same thing, and they're just like oh, love and light, and we're gonna pull some cards, and like I don't know, that doesn't speak to me as much as someone like being authentically themselves and whatever that is and right. I don't know I hope that people resonate with that because I do <laughs> right so I want to know too when you started this were you doing tarot readings already and you were like I'm gonna take this to TikTok or like what inspired the channel in the first place yeah um <clears throat> so kind of kind of a longer story but um when I was like 15 or so in high school, I worked, I lived in a little, little tiny town called Soldatna, Alaska. And, um, they, we had a little hippie like head shop called Sugar Magnolias. Oh. And I worked there like for 10 years, loved it. And we sold, of course, like crystals and tarot cards. And, um, <clears throat> I would kind of just sit there and people would come in and buy crystals and, 
talk about tarot with me and I like sit there and watch spirit science and like kind of enlighten myself and educate myself a little bit. It was the homeschool in me nerd side of me <laughs> that was like, I need to know more. And um, I kind of got into like Oracle and pendulum and like other kinds of divination before I actually was like, okay, I need to get into like tarot um, and tarot. That journey started for me more religiously in the last like few years triggered by some intense heartbreak um and just kind of like finding tarot and it speaking to me and like telling me the truth that nobody else would and like actually expediting my healing which was so needed um but the tiktok side of it um i got into it during the pandemic i was working for medicaid um in my state and i was like kind of in this like in between where i'm like in this serious job, but also I'm like, I'm, I I don't know if that's me, like trying to figure out me and, um, decided I found TikTok tarot and decided I could do that. You know, that'd be cool. Maybe just for fun. And I started a little thing and I actually started on a Facebook group, uh, Facebook, like tarot learning group and would just do like free readings for people and just like would get good feedback and like just vibed with people and found a little community and took it over to TikTok and eventually just kind of did it when I had time to until it eventually took over and became my full-time thing. So here I am. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Damn. <laughs> and I love that I when you need just... a regular job. <laughs> no, and you know what's funny? When you said, like, the dichotomy of, like, you working a corporate job, but I see you, yeah. it's, like, colorful and awesome. Right. Like, you know, like, uplifting. And the vibe that I got in my head was Penelope Garcia, from from criminal minds where it's like even though okay. she worked like corporate yeah. it was like she still found herself I but very much felt like I was Hannah Montana double life Tesha yeah. for sure yeah that that happens to the best of us I I'd be like at a rave on the weekend and I'd see like one of my coworkers, and they'd be like like I didn't know you were cool like that and it's like hey buddy yeah. I didn't like didn't expect to see you here Dang. absolutely absolutely yeah. <laughs> I was definitely sick of hiding who I really was and obviously on TikTok I can kind of just like be whatever fuck shit I want for the day <laughs> and people yeah. accept it I think it's crazy too we never under or we didn't anticipate how TikTok could become this platform where you could really be making a full-time income from it you know I think even when it first came out there were a few people who were putting their songs out there and they were getting record deals and we're like oh TikTok's like you know if you're a musician and you want to take off but then we failed to see at first the ability of any market or any job that you wanted to do it's like no as long as you just committed to it and then you got to see you know, the well, side making of... content is an art. Yeah. You don't have to actually like have an art to share. You're just yeah. sharing your life in whatever perspective. Like living in the generation we live in now, people need content. There's lots of people to consume content. So being yeah. able to make it and share it with people is really cool. Cause yeah. yeah. 
And then, I mean, even for me too, like finding p- people like the algorithm sometimes does it algorithm, <laughs> you know, it, it hits and I'm like, damn, I really do like that person. They don't know I yeah. exist. And like, maybe I should reach out and like, it's like in my head, know? oh, we're, we're best friends. They don't know we're best friends. But we're best friends. <laughs> right. <laughs> Every day of my life. Right. Right. And yeah. so that was the funny thing too, was like getting on this app for the first time. I was like, what am I even doing here? Like, I can't dance. I can't, I'm not making music like that. Like what's going on? And yeah, I just love to see people who have really flourished on that. And yeah. you're one of those people that I've like watched your journey a little bit, not to be like creepy, but you know, like <laughs> watch for like a couple years now. And it's like, okay, I really? see, I see her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You were one of the first people that. that popped up and I was like, oh, like they have tarot on here. Cause I've always been kind of like, yeah. it, you know, the hippie out of my friend group and like, mm-hmm. I never really until the past year or so, I never really dove into meeting other people in my circle until I started really the podcast and doing a couple other things. So it's been really cool to like see you find what your happens. tribe. Yeah, um, find the tribe. I found a lot of my tribe through TikTok. Surprisingly, never would have thought, never would have right? expected it, but right, love it, love it. <laughs> so it was wild for real, it, for real. And so I want to know too. So when you decided to to do the tarot stuff for the first time, like on TikTok, and um, you were like, okay, I'm going to like throw the cards. Like what? Like Okay. So for everybody listening to the reason why I love her tarot videos is because she doesn't like lay cards out. She's like, what's up? But munches and then she comes and she has like a deck of cards throws it in the air and like catches a few of them and she's like this is your fortune for the day like yep. were you just like trial and error and you're like yeah. yeah um well like I first I at first when I started on TikTok tarot I kind of was kind of was being a little basic with it just to kind of feel it out and um not you know being like hey you fuckers or anything like that and then one day I was just like you know what why am I trying to like make TikToks for other people like this is me this is my thing and one day I had no pants on I was just kind of like I had nasty ass hair and I was just like I'm just gonna make a fuck shit TikTok tarot reading and I just kind of like chaotically shuffled I was like hey you fucking idiots I don't have any pants on I don't give a fuck and that was my first video that like went viral and um, I noticed the more that I was just like authentically me, the more people resonated with it, didn't feel like it was like this fake thing. And um, and like, I don't know, when I'm running up to the fucking camera and saying, hey, fuck you, like that, that's me. Like, that's how I am to my friends, you know? Right. <clears throat> um, but the throwing thing, I actually saw, uh, I hope I can say his name correctly, Fishstick Nick 69 <laughs> <laughs> on tiktok um he did tarot readings and he was one of the first people that i saw that was like being silly with it and he he didn't shuffle them and catch them but he like shuffled them and then was like i don't need these and tossed them behind (laughs) him and i thought it was so clever and so funny and i think that was part of the inspiration um i'm very much like chaos witch energy so when i shuffle it's already like (laughs) and so uh, I think just one day I didn't even think about it. I just threw them and I was like, here we go. That's it's, what so, get. it's so funny too, because a lot of people don't know about chaos magic. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't know that that was really like a part of it, but I'm like, oh, okay. I see. I see. Like I didn't, I didn't either. Like people, everybody in my comments is like, oh, we love a chaos witch. And I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> I always like kind of more, I've never actually really truly identified with being a witch yeah. um, so much as just 
a person that's vibing right. in tune. Like um, there's some energy, but like, yeah. And I, I guess if I were to witch. resonate with, yeah, yeah. If I were to resonate with like any kind of witch, I would assume like eclectic. Um, but somebody, a few people are calling me a chaos witch. And I'm like, you know what? That does make sense. <laughs> I vibe with that. So, yeah. yeah so works. then everything was just born and it's just gone from yeah. there, which I love. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So you That's told fun. me too before we started recording that you make music and that you are in a band. So how long yeah. have you been doing that kind of stuff too? So the music part of my life surprisingly has only been like me like singing and making music has only been a thing like for the last since 2019. Okay. Um but I mean, music runs in my family. My grandpa's like a huge music musician locally and um <clears throat> I've played piano since I was really young, but I went through a, I call it a divorce, but we were never married. I went through a, <laughs> a breakup with my high school sweetheart and that like tore me a new one, but also freed me and decided immediately that I wanted to explore music and I actually started um, freestyle rapping. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> And like we would just get like super fucked up every night and just like make beats and just like rap. And eventually I kind of like sang on some of them beats and I was like, oh, I could sing. Let's try that. And I kid you not, within three months of that, I had an entire eight track EP, which is on Spotify and Apple Music. <laughs> Go check um, it out, y'all. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then um I moved to the bigger city in Alaska. I'm in Anchorage now and uh, <clears throat> started a band and we play, it's called brain hole. We're on Instagram and everything. <laughs> I pulled it. it out of my brain hole. Um, there it is. <laughs> and we have a sitar player, which is pretty cool. Ooh. But yeah, we're like the only band in Alaska that has a sitar player. Everybody like loses their mind every time. <laughs> They're like, whoa. Um, but yeah, I kind of gathered a band and we play a lot of like my originals and have adapted and added some new songs in. And um, I'm really excited. We just announced um, the Screaming Females. They're touring. I don't know if you're familiar with them. But yeah, they're I like heard. the first big band that we're getting to play with. We're going to be opening for them when they come here. So I'm so excited for that. Yeah. Um, and then I do some solo stuff too. Um, <clears throat> I have a couple tracks that I've released. I have a song called watermelon pussy <laughs> i love it which was actually such a spiritual journey to make that song <laughs> weirdly enough i don't doubt um, it yeah <laughs> can we talk about psychedelics on here <laughs> you know how many people i haven't or i have had on here that never intended on it being a psychedelic episode and then it just like led into that so yeah. please go for it okay. like I love this every time <laughs> yeah um but yeah watermelon pussy me and my good friend Ed Washington who also makes music you should check him out um he and I had a plan to like hang out and just do acid and I had just freshly dyed my hair pink and green and I went and got watermelon Red Bulls. I had watermelon gum. I didn't intend to be such like a watermelon bitch but he was working on this beat and I was like shit I, I'm coming up on my trip. I'm like, shit, I got watermelon hair. I got watermelon gum, a drink. I bet you my pussy tastes like watermelon. <laughs> and then we just kind of bopping off that and watermelon pussy was born. And it was like one of the first times like 
fully created and produced a track within a matter of a few hours and it just felt so good and it was just kind of like this dumb thing middle of the pandemic where we're doing it for fun and we're like wait should we release the release this is this fire dude it's so crazy so i'm i'm not gonna lie so i don't talk about it on the podcast that often but i too make music and your journey to making music is exactly how I started making music really? too. rapping? Yes. <laughs> oh my god. I was I was like hanging out in the studios and you know, yeah, the beats were cooking and I was yeah. like, yeah. Damn. <laughs> like, what's That's up? so cool. Do you have you released anything? So I do have music out. Uh sorry okay. to everybody in the world, but my rap music is not out. <laughs> oh, okay. I do have <laughs> rap tracks, though. Um, um, if you want to send them my way, I would okay. be happy to. You you will be one of the first people to ever hear those. Cause, uh, Yo, yeah, I'd be those, honored. They're fun. I, sometimes yeah. I, like, it's only been, like, a few years since I made them. But, uh, you know, I've, like, maybe once every, like, three months, I'll be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll play it. <laughs> I'm like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, long story short with that, it's funny because... Every song, like, you know, when you go to the studio and you plan, like, okay, we're going to finish these tracks. We're going to do this. Nothing ever fucking happens. But when you go with no intentions, everything's lighthearted. You don't yep. think you're going to even make a song. It's like the best song you've ever made. Absolutely. You're like, what? That's so. a big um, epiphany, I suppose, that I've had mm -hmm. more recently is like, don't try to force the fart the art like you're just gonna fucking hurt yourself yeah. <laughs> stress yourself out that's a um, great great metaphor yeah if you have an inspiration at 3 a.m you better like if i have given any advice ever you better fucking go at least write that shit down <laughs> <laughs> there's been so many yeah. times where i've woken up and i've had like a dream of this song that i sang and it's like the best song ever and i didn't do anything about it I'm like god damn i wish i could remember that oh and and what sucks too is like it's so profound you're like wow everything that just flowed in my brain at this moment when i'm sleeping beautiful yep. i'm gonna remember this because it was so profound right. you wake up no, in the morning you're like Ugh. <laughs> I don't even know what happened. Like, yeah. it's like a different person takes over. And making music is, like, honestly a form of divination in, like, yeah. such a crazy way. Like, when I wrote my album, it honestly just all kind of came pouring out of me. And it was, like, my way of healing and releasing. And, like, in the moment, like, I didn't really think much of the lyrics. I was like, okay, yeah, this rhymes, this rhymes, whatever. And looking back on it now, it's like, holy fuck, that was deep that was profound and like I'll find myself listening to it now and like healing another part of myself like yeah. through that and like people are like oh dude this part of your song healed me I'm like yo <laughs> and you don't even know healing, when <laughs> yeah you don't even know when it's happening yeah. and I've actually had um one of my most recent episodes with uh my friend Gabby she channels so she can like mm -hmm. channel some galactic kind of stuff Ooh. and I find it so cool and that was a point that she made. She was like, it's not like I have some sort of like chosen abilities. It's like you like everybody can tap into this. And she was saying musicians do it all the time. Writers do it all the time. Because half the time after you record a song, you're like, I don't even know what I said. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Or performing, too. I find myself yeah. kind of like I'll be so nervous and then I'll be up there. And it's like I've channeled like the performer version of me and I have mm -hmm. this confidence and I'm just like doing the thing and it's like better than anything I've 
played at practice. Right. And I'm just like, why can't I bring that version of myself out at practice? It's I guess so, it comes out when it counts. So it does. It does. And yeah. I think that that's something to note for everybody. It's like, don't don't be so hard on yourself in mm-hmm. those moments because sometimes things just have to flow and you got to like let yep. it. Yep. It's hard to do sometimes. It is. But once it starts, it don't stop. <laughs> it doesn't stop. It does not <laughs> stop. So this is so exciting to hear. Like you've got some really cool stuff like happening Thank for you. you, like very, very creative stuff going on. I appreciate that. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I love to hear it. Like I I talk to other creatives on here too. And it's like, we all talk about this thing called the creative's curse or the creative's downfall where sometimes, you know, it's either that 3am thing where Mm -hmm. all your ideas come at once, can't Mm -hmm. get it down. Or you go into these, like, I can't do that. Uh, Maybe not yet. And you like, Oh yeah. You know, don't prioritize it. And so it's like this whole thing where I realize the common thread of any person that is inherently creative has the same thing going Mm -hmm. on like the same quote-unquote issue Mm -hmm. but it's not really an issue it's just a part of the process so I like this reminder right now to just yeah do it and it's like everything has a cycle everything kind of comes and goes and sometimes when we're in those blocks it's like the perfect time to reflect or bring awareness to what's not working. And we come out of that and can put something out there from what we learned. And that's something I've been really kind of like pushing out collectively to myself and to like my following is to not push yourself against those cycles, you know, to be able to surrender to the inward and rest and retreat so that you're ready and can give it a hundred percent when it, when it's actually needed um not try to externalize when you need to internalize it is so hard (laughs) to do all of those things we push away from it constantly Mm -hmm. yeah we're taught to it's like yeah like oh and then in the spiritual community too i hate it it's like everybody's like oh you just got to be positive man peace and love all the time and it's like half of spirituality is like the darkness (laughs) of it and the shadow work the yin and the yang the light and the dark and the dark and the light you know and I think a lot of people avoid talking about the dark because it's heavy, it's scary, and yeah. but it's important. It's so needed. And if we try to turn from it, it's just going to last longer. <laughs> facts, facts. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like, too, our generation is this, like, healing not only our own wounds, but healing collective, the family. Yep. <laughs> like, Everything. We've been blessed with that right. uh, journey. I feel like our that. generation is like, we're done. <laughs> this yeah, is we're, we're fucking tired. <laughs> so like, you know, better get it all over with now as mm-hmm. much as possible. That way we Setting don't have our future to just... selves up for success now, baby. Right. Because like, we're all too young to be this tired. Right. <laughs> Dude. I know. Like some days I feel like, like, which life is this? Like how many, is this my last one? Can it be my last one? <laughs> Oh, it kind of sounds dark, but <laughs> no, it's okay. I think it's you know again yeah. humor and yeah. the darkness. Mm-hmm. So you know you got to run like with that sometimes. Too, like 
I don't know about you, but like sometimes when I have like healing or shadow, like instead of just being so afraid of it or like mm-hmm. upset about it, I almost like get excited about it a little bit. I'm like, ooh, like I know I'm going to be a better, stronger person coming out of this one. <laughs> ooh, that is so good. That is so mm-hmm. good because every time, because there's always something new, you know, there's mm-hmm. always something new to learn. And I feel like I just recently came out of, I talk about this a lot on here. It's like, I've had thousands and thousands of ego deaths and they happen Mm -hmm. every day. And you know, when you go through one, that's like a little bit bigger and takes a little bit longer and you're confused and you're like, I'm conscious of this, but what is happening? Like, why is this sticking? And then all of a sudden, when you do what you just said, surrender, Mm -hmm. and it's really hard to get to the surrendering part. It's not even the figuring out or the solution part. Right. It all just washes away. You're like, oh. Sometimes that we think we have to deal. be doing all this stuff and we just really just have to let it happen for us. Right. And uh, yeah, no, that's something I struggle with all the time. I'm like, okay, what can I do to heal from this right away? Dude, like, I'm no, glad I'm not. Sit down. <laughs> yep. I'm glad I'm not alone in that. Mm-hmm. So this oh, is yeah. a message to anybody listening. You're not alone. Absolutely. You're not alone. So, okay. I wouldn't go more into like what you're doing with your life. So um, you're doing tarot, you're doing music. What is something that nobody else knows right now that you are working on or pursuing? Ooh, I do have something. Um, Ooh. well, some people know, cause I've like posted about it, but I don't really like talk about it a lot, but, um, recently been getting into voice acting Ooh. and that's been really fun. Um, and that was a big manifestation. I, um, I kind of like one day was just like, man, it'd be cool to like, get into acting but maybe more like voice acting because I really love like adult animation and just animation in general um and like my friends have always said I'm like a cartoon character so um one day like not too shortly after literally having that thought it was literally like days after having this thought um somebody reached out to me her name's uh, Molly Wright and she is a compositor for Titmouse and has worked with like Meat Canyon and um she just reached out to me. She's like, you're fucking cool and hilarious. I love you, me and my friend. Um, Nick, he he's a he designs tarot cards. She was like, um, I'll show you his deck actually, because it's really cool. Yes, please. Um, but she was um Nicholas Bruno, that's his name. And he does the Somna tarot. Oh, okay. I'm obsessed with for so everybody listening at the same time. Right. Yeah, sorry, sorry, for everybody listening, it's S-O-M-N-I-A Tarot. Yeah, Somnia. Nicholas Bruno. Yeah, he's great. But they both messaged me at the same time. And Nicholas was like, can I send you a care package? I was like, yes. <laughs> so he sent me his deck and like a bunch of shirts and stuff. And uh, I use this deck all the time. But and then Molly reached out and was just like, I love you. You're great. And I like saw that she like worked with Meat Canyon and Meat Canyon. Like I've been obsessed with since high school. So I was like, <laughs> and um, so we just kind of like started talking and She's like, hey, I have this animation. I have this um, series I'm writing called Deep States. And do you want to be the main character? <laughs> and I was like, uh-huh. bruh. And the character's name's Mac, based off Mac Miller. And she's this bad bitch. Um, I don't want to spoil it too much, but um, it's very, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Uh, not eccentric, but like off the wall, like. There's lots of like weird conspiracy kind of stuff in there. It's just weird. It's good. 
Um, I love that. <laughs> that makes sense. The deep yeah. states. It's like yeah. very pro- proper timing for this to and, come out. <laughs> yeah. And so deep states episode one is actually already out on YouTube. And out of all the people that I got an opportunity to be in that cartoon with, Duncan Trussell actually voices one of the characters as well. I don't know if you know who Duncan Trussell is. He I did uh, Midnight Gospel. So. Maybe. Duncan Trussell. He's hilarious. He's a comedian. He voice acts. Um, he designed her. He created uh, Midnight Gospel, which is a, it, it is set, it's on Netflix. They only have okay. one season, but um, and I'm like, I know that show Midnight one. Gospel, and I'm like, maybe I yeah watch that. Wait, is this the pink guy? Yep. Yes. Yep. <laughs> so <laughs> isn't that plays... crazy? That's how I. Really know. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but he plays uh, the deer in the first episode of Deep States. And he teaches another deer how to grow his antler for self-care. And he's, like, shaping it into, like, dicks and shit. And, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's it's really good. And I um, recently started recording for this. I actually just finished yesterday recording all the segments for episode two. And nice. um, I recently had another opportunity to record voiceover for another comic that I'm really excited about. I don't know if I'm allowed to give details about it, so I'll probably just leave it at that. But just in case, just in case, <laughs> just in we case. don't want you to break the NDA. Yeah. We don't want that to happen. But yeah, that's been something I've been having a lot of fun with. It like just kind of fell into my lap, like barely even having a thought about it, and just oh. something so fun, so fun. It's so cool, and this is just another moment to reflect and realize. Like, so also to the band that you're talking about, um, meet. What is it? Brain hole. <laughs> no, no, not your band. Sorry, oh, the one where you're screaming like screaming uh, females. No, the other one. Sorry, you just said it. It was like meet something. Meet, oh, Meat Canyon. The meet. yeah, it's a it's a cartoon. Oh, that's a cartoon. Okay, yeah, yeah, sorry. it's an animation. But it's YouTube. it's cool that like you were obsessed with that in high school, and then all of a sudden, just like when you're least expecting it, like right here you go. Yeah, she's like the lead compositor for Meat Canyon. I'm like, what? <laughs> like. We're always connected. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking wild. Yeah, and yeah, and, and then Molly's just been like one of my closest friends, and we talk all the time, and um, it's just cool. And like, I kind of have like some of like the the detail of like the drama in like the cartoon world, so it's kind of cool. <laughs> like in the Discord chats, like oh. <laughs> Yeah, it's fun. It's so funny when you find like anything because I consider myself like in my nerd space as well. Mm -hmm. But it's so funny when you find out like the drama like within Mm -hmm. nerd spaces because you've never seen (laughs) fucking drama until you've seen like nerd on nerd. Oh my god, drama! Yeah, and you don't expect it until you're like in it. And holy shit! I just turned off all my lights. No, you're good. I went to I went to art school and it was so funny because I would hang out with a lot of like film kids and a lot of game designers and the game mm. designers always had so much shit with each other going down. So it's like, damn. Okay. Yeah, I see a little funny. bit of that, too. Like um, my partner, he plays a lot of video games and he plays um, locally in like the Smash tournaments. <gasps> and <He's>, he <laughs> does that. Yeah, you know, like see his discords and just like. There's tea, but it's funny. It's it's a cool community though. Like 
I don't play that game personally, but I'll like go to the events and yeah. like see everybody just gather. And I'm just like, all right, a new group of nerds to be friends with. Hell yeah. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. I'm always like the spectator for everybody because mm -hmm. I'm like, I know about that. Like I used to game a little bit here and there. Now I just don't have enough time to like where I can like sit and relax. I but that. I used to watch the Smash tournaments on YouTube like gameplay just so I could like it's watch it's so addicting because that they go so hard it's addicting. my partner he has his computer set up in the bedroom like adjacent to our tv and I'll find myself like laying in bed not even watching the tv just like watching him zoned in on his yeah. game yeah it's I'll, a whole I'll play thing. when I can't have some time but not not like that yeah because especially yeah. too you, you never want to play smash with somebody mm -hmm. who does that competitively oh yeah it's like, like Demolished. It's like the most intense game of uh, rock, paper, scissors, or you have not just rock, paper, scissors, you have rock, paper, scissors, boulder, duh, 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 and each one has one thing that they lose to or win to, and you have to like memorize all of them, and then you have to be agility and speed, and yeah. I love it. I'm a button masher when it comes to fighting games. I'm sorry. Honestly, button Hook mashing? me up with Soul Calibur, I will smash some buttons and kick your ass. Dude, Soul Calibur <laughs> was the first game I ever played as a kid. Really? Like on the Sega Oh, fuck yeah. I that played... game changed my life. Yes. Placed PS2? I don't know if they had it on PS2. Maybe it was uh, Xbox. I don't they remember. Those I, think, I think they I did. I think they did. No, it was Xbox. Yeah, okay. It was Xbox. Because they did, like, mm -hmm. once they, you know, started making new consoles, they did continue that series. Mm -hmm. I just somehow had the I Sega. <laughs> I remember six because there was a character named Tara, Tara I think. Okay. And I remember her because she had a hula hoop blade and I'm a hula hooper. So I was like, yeah, it's my bitch. I'm going to oh. cosplay you one day. Okay. I never played that one, but that's cool. That, yeah. that game grew then from when I played. Good characters. <laughs> like, the girls were always like, I always had to play with the girls. Cause I was like, Absolutely. these girls are fucking badasses. Like they're Absolutely. ass. Like Mortal Kombat too has some good like yeah. female characters. Yeah. Katana. Yeah. Wins. <laughs> Love it. Of course. Yeah. So how'd you get into hula hooping? Oh, that one's been um, since like 20, right out of high school, right after I graduated. Love it. Um, my grandpa actually took me to my very first like music festival, but it wasn't like a rave music festival. It was like a bluegrass festival. Um, and there were people like they had these big hula hoops and I'd never seen somebody just like hula hoop, but like dance. And they were just like, oh, like just very sensual with it and like. The hoop was like slowly, I don't know, it was just like something I'd never seen before. Yeah. And then I saw these people with these smaller hoops and they were doing all these fancy tricks where it was looking like it was like floating in midair. I'm just like, there's so many things you could learn with hula hoops. And uh, I already had a couple of friends that hooped pretty regularly for like exercise. And so I bought a hoop and um, and then eventually started learning like tricks and wanted to get a smaller hoop to learn fancy tricks and googled um hula hoopers in my local area and one of my friends uh samantha rogers or samantha hoopleseed is their name okay. uh them and i crossed paths and connected on social media and they bought they gave me my first hoop i bought my first hoop from them and now they're one of my best friends somebody that i make music with and like hang out with on the scene locally um and now there's like a huge community for it here and like I've performed with my hoop and I have like a fancy LED hoop but I'm actually working on getting like a like LED flow troop together to perform at like local raves and stuff um cool. 
it's funny because I I've always been like kind of a dancer and never realized how like important and healing it was for me mm-hmm. until recently. And um, I actually lost my LED hoop for two years and like stopped hooping completely for those two years yeah. and then cross paths with it. It was I I misplaced it at one of my local dive bars and then it was like sitting there next time like the next time after two years that I came and visited it, it was sitting there. I was like, my hoop. And I have not put that motherfucking bitch down since. And I've started um I'm also I'm a raver. That's something fun fact about me. I love um, it. I've been going to lots and lots of raves more locally and more recently and um connecting with dance a lot like this weekend I kind of had like a poopy weekend for no really reason in particular I was just grumpy and tired and was like I'm gonna go to this rave and the second I just like got on that dance floor and like just started grooving I was like I'm better I'm healed (laughs) (laughs) this is what I needed it's so wild it's so wild like movement through whatever mm -hmm. stuck emotions we forget all the time and that's the thing is it's like it's a flow art which is it means moving meditation and that's exactly what it is because you're so present and you're so there and just like where I'm I'm kind of self-conscious believe it or not <laughs> it's the homeschool in me again um and the and the autism and the ADD but um anyways like dancing like helps me kind of like break that barrier yeah. I'm just like there and I'm present and I'm like confident in that and it hasn't always been that way so um yeah no dancing is such a good way to be present and mindful right so I want to ask too with the healing because you've mentioned it a few times like you know how has your healing journey been to where you're at now today like what what's one of the biggest takeaways with all these things that you're doing because I really see like you're so free and flowing and your energy and just kind of like going on the path like whatever lights you up is what I'm seeing yeah uh, you find yeah. you know so and it changes with, all the time <laughs> yeah, I, I am resonating with you yeah. very very much so and so I want to know like on your healing journey what's like one takeaway that you would want to share with somebody else through the lessons that you've learned that could maybe help somebody that is going through something similar to be open and transparent no matter what even if you think that the person or the experience you're being open and transparent to isn't have the best intentions because I think people get confused in like protecting themselves and just completely closing themselves off. You don't have to do that. You can still be open and honest and share your emotions and not hide from your emotions. But, you know, by having boundaries and communication, you can prevent from yourself getting hurt. Um, and that's a big takeaway that has been something that's been on my heart and mind a lot. And um, I, I'm a cancer, very, very cancer. I have like seven or eight cancer placements. Dang. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> I got a Capricorn moon hanging on for dear life. Oh, um, wow. That is balancing, though. Because <laughs> Capricorn, Capricorn moons, it's a, it's like a hard moon to have, apparently. It is. Yeah. And it's funny because I find all of the most important people in my life have Capricorn moons. My boyfriend, my mom, a bunch of my best friends. So. My boyfriend has a Capricorn moon, too. Does I, have he? A can- I have a cancer moon. Oh, do you? Uh, OK. Yeah, Wait, what's so, your sun and rising? Uh, I'm an Aquarius sun and my mm-hmm. rising is Gemini. Oh, I think 
my birth certificate, the last two, uh, like digits on the time, mm-hmm. it, it you can't really tell Uh-oh. if it's two oh four or two forty four. So it's gotta be like digital in a computer somewhere, right? Or right. I've tried to find this. Oh. <laughs> times. I've tried to order it. Yeah. So I just well, that makes of, sense. Right. I, I <laughs> for sure. I, I go off yeah. of the the 04 because the only document that I've seen that seemed clear it looked more like a 04 than a 44 mm. but if it is 44 then that would be a cancer rising other story. So, oh, okay. You know, it's, it's different. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. So Gemini rising for now. <laughs> All right, we'll take it. We'll take it. We'll take but, it. But yeah, as a cancer I'm very like always have been like ashamed of my emotions. Like mm-hmm. felt like I can't like if I need to cry I'm going to go hide somewhere and cry. And um, even still, I struggle with that. So, like shower cries are my shit. And uh, I don't know. Like I think that I've now surrounded myself with a lot of people who are accepting and uh, reassuring, which is really, really important to surround yourself with people like that. Um, but yeah, I found that life is it flows so much easier when you don't hold on when you go through it, not around it. And mm-hmm. for me, expressing emotion through whatever craft is so empowering. Like, oh. and it doesn't have to just be crying. You can hoop that shit out. You can fucking tarot read that shit out. You can make a song about it. <laughs> All of it. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is, a, I, I love this message because it's, I kind of resonate with everything you've said. It's actually like if you could be in my brain right now, I'm like, huh. We'd be best friends. <laughs> we have a lot. Yeah, we have a lot of similarities. I'm like, uh, I don't want to be like yeah. <laughs> too much right, right now, but uh no, 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 you're yeah, good. I feel I'm you always a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's like that whole thing of I've always been maybe it's the Aquarius sun too, with the mm-hmm. the over intellectualizing my emotions Mm -hmm. I'm like do I actually feel this way or am I logically thinking this way or and so it's been really difficult as I've gotten older to be like okay something's just not working and like yeah I have to learn how to trust that like you said the the cry I'm I'm the same Mm -hmm. way where it's like nobody's gonna see me cry and if they do, I must really, really feel comfortable around you because but like Like, I just have something in my eye (laughs) right right and I'm like but I also have this huge thing where I'm like, it's not shameful to have emotions because like mm-hmm. it makes everything so much more clear on right. how you can connect with everybody. So and if you scare some away, someone away in that, they can fuck off. <laughs> right. Because like, <laughs> honestly, because like that's really intense if you're going to scare somebody yeah. away for being like, I'm sad right, right now. Right. Even if you're like me and like bad at comfort- comforting people when they're sad, like it doesn't matter, you know? Don't, no, don't make them feel bad for crying. There was this, <laughs> there was this meme, and it was like, in honor of Aquarius season, it was like, this is what happens when somebody else is crying, and it's yeah. a photo of that guy with no neck from Ninety Day Fiance, and just underneath it says, "Do you want some toothpaste?" <laughs> like, <laughs> <it was> like, 
<laughs> I just don't know what to do when you're or crying. Or the person like petting someone with a broom. They're there. <laughs> <laughs> They're their child. Like yeah, everything yeah. will be okay. But yeah, yeah what you what you said about um, intellectualizing your emotions like that really resonated with me. Like I'm always so quick to label my emotions with a thought <gasps> when it's always better to feel into it, which is hard to do. It's hard to just like because you're not your thoughts. You know, you have to separate that and like be observant. And um, yeah. Uh, and then it's like, I'll think, oh, this emotion, oh, this must mean that. And then it, it, this thing, this bad thing. And then I'm in this downward spiral of like thoughts, labeling emotions. And it's just this mixed up confusion. Uh, yeah. You want to get OCD <laughs> with it. Then you start like over intellectualizing it and then like trying to stop the negativity because you're like I don't want to manifest this into the reality <laughs> so then you're like putting blocks on things and you're like calm down oh like, my god yeah you're in the present yep <laughs> just mapping it out yes doing a little charlie day <laughs> conspiracy map of... <laughs> that's oh one of my god. favorite images is the Charlie so Day map <laughs> because it just says so much. It can be applied yeah. to so many different situations. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And I feel Me like every, I... <laughs> I feel like every listener too, like knows what that is. Like they don't yeah. even have to see it. They'll be like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yep. Like I, I get you it. See exactly what his face looks like right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, yo. So I mean, we're hitting our hour mark, but I feel like I could talk to you forever. I want right. to hear your music. <laughs> I want to continue on and and figure out more things so definitely I would love to have you back on for like a yeah. follow-up episode when I hear more about you know like whenever you get the voice acting stuff out yeah. like whatever works so come on back let's do but, it I'd love to but until then I want everybody who's listening you know where can they find you where they where can they connect I already said at the beginning but just as a reminder what's the best way for people to yeah. reach out um so Instagram at Tesha White which is T-E-S-I-A-W-H-I-T-E and then on TikTok at Teshish, T-E-S-H-I-S-H. -S -S um, and I think pretty much like all my music and everything is linked in like the bio parts of those. So um, check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Give her some streams. <laughs> yeah. We all appreciate some streams. Don't listen to Watermelon Pussy. <laughs> listen to Pussy. i'm about to after oh, this God. episode <laughs> hell yeah hell yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna let you know my thoughts about it afterwards okay please do yeah send me those raps also oh yeah <laughs> oh god yeah there is one part where i will i will say that i i did have i did have some pretty fire bars in like this one little part but yeah. like yeah not it's always like the smart the nerdy people that like surprise you with the bars so Yo, one of my nerdy friends, I've never heard such, like, and he doesn't rap, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? But, like, could put everybody to shame. Oh, yeah. And you're like, what? What did you just? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It's just, like, a wild world that we live in. Sometimes Absolutely. you're like, damn, you could really, like, put yourself on the map, but it's okay. Right. Only a special few get to hear it. Like, I don't know, people that are, like, kind of joking about their music, too, and, like, are just trying to be funny. Like, Mark Rebillier, where he's just, like, a funny guy, but he's, like, such a talented producer and vocalist, but he's just sitting there talking about buttholes and, like, anyways. It's Those great. are the ones to like, watch. I resonate with that. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody go stream Watermelon Pussy. Everybody go watch her tarot uh, on Teshish on TikTok. And 
go check her out on Instagram. Tessia, Tessia White. Yo, <laughs> no, it's okay. literally spelt Tessia. So I get it. I'm so literal sometimes with reading. So I announced like on my story today, I was like, we've got yeah. Tessia White coming on today. <laughs> it's Tessia. <gasps> and I correct her. I'm like, it's Tessia. <laughs> Good. No, correct me. Like Kesha with a T. See, love it. No dollar yeah. sign yet. Yet. I, mm-hmm. I can see it. Not legally. <laughs> see it. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, well, once again, thank you so much for coming on. This has been such a blast to talk to you. Uh, everybody, thank you. thank you for listening to another episode of the Flipside Podcast, where we talk everything upside down and inside out. And I appreciate each and every one of you. So we'll catch you next time Bye. on the Flipside. Bye. See ya.